because 2020, God is opening a new door and bringing about supernatural increase like never before. Can you, can you, can you say that with me? 2020, God will open a new door and bring about supernatural increase like never before. Hallelujah. Are, are you expecting that? You know, God meets you at the point of your expectation. I, I'm expecting increase. I'm expecting increase. There's an old Israel Helton song. I see increase <laughs> all around me. You know, I see increase. You know, and you're like, oh, well, you're just talking about, no, I'm talking about money. No, I'm talking about every area of your life. I don't know about you, but when I get to the end of 2020, I want Justin to have grown spiritually. I want want a heritage to have grown. I want want our leadership team to have grown. Everyone in this church to have grown. When I talk about increase, I'm talking about increasing in joy, increasing in peace, increasing in revelation, increase in direction, increase in wisdom for your business, wisdom for your life, increase, 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 be expecting increase, expecting increase. Now just don't just say, say, oh, well, yeah, God's going to open a new door and bring about supernatural increase like never before and just go on about your business. No, you need to get in and meditate on what would it like to look like to increase? What if, what if, what if my bank account increased? What if all of a sudden God gave me wisdom for an invention that never happened before and all of a sudden just dropped in your heart and it totally changed humanity and totally changed you and your family for generations beyond you. But if you're not, if you don't, you're not increase minded, then you know what? You're settling for your mate. You're settling for maintenance. See the difference between, between it being a manager and a leader is a leader takes you somewhere. A manager just maintains things. So, so I don't want to just manage my life. I want, I don't want God to just manage my life and just maintain. I'm not into just maintaining. I I don't want to maintain. I, I went through years where I was in maintenance mode. You know, maintenance where you're just, you're just maintaining, just going about this. No, but God has required, called us. He wants to lead us into increase. See, his whole intention of of taking the children out of Israel wasn't to leave them in the wilderness. His whole intention was to take them to increase, to take them where he desired them to go. But a lot of them were just settled with it. Just just let us go back there. Just just let us go back to Egypt. We're we're okay with with the the leeks and the garlic. We're we're okay with that. I'm I'm not satisfied with that. I'm not satisfied with that. I'm not satisfied. I'm not satisfied. Hallelujah. I'm content in him, but I am not satisfied where I'm at in my life. I'm not satisfied with where I am in my walk with him. I want to hear his voice more clearly. I, I want every hindrance removed out of my life. Hallelujah. Now, I, 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 I had something I prepared, but I don't know if we'll get into that today. Hallelujah. So may just talk out of my heart for a little bit. You know, because this whole aspect of, of the ground that, that, that Annette brought up as I've been dealing with is, is he talks about that in Matthew chapter 13, it says he who has the mysteries of the kingdom, right? He who has the mysteries of the kingdom, it shall be given to him and he will have more abundance. So when I understand how he operates and I understand how his kingdom operates, 
it will cause me to operate in more abundance. So the key is, if I look at my life where it is right now, and I want to go from where I'm at to where I need to be, the answer isn't just keep doing the same old thing. The answer is the mysteries of the kingdom. So if, if God is going to open a new door and bring about supernatural increase like never before, that means that there needs to be some adjustments. There need, I need to understand the mysteries, the, the laws of the kingdom and how the kingdom operates. The mysteries of the kingdom. How we have the mysteries of the kingdom, it will cause us to operate in more abundance. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. And I'm not, I don't think I'm going to get, get into it too much today, but I'll just bring it up right now. Is One of the issues that I've been dealing with is simplifying our life. Simplifying our life. You know, a lot of times we, we're not seeing increase because our life is so complicated. We're just so busy. You know, as a pastor, it's just easy to get busy and not sit back and Okay, God, I need, I need your wisdom in this. How do you want to take heritage of faith forward? But if I'm so busy doing ministry, then I'm not opened up to the mysteries of the kingdom that he wants to deposit in my heart for where the church needs to go. But take that in your own personal life. Take that in your own personal life. You know, last week I talked about how the word says, be still and know that I am God. Be still. That cease from motion. It means silence. To be still and know. And that word know means to ascertain by seeing. What is one thing Dr. Savell deposited in us, his second message that he talked on this prophetic word in November? What did he say? He said, he said that we will have 2020 vision for 2020 that we will have see things with clarity we will see things but you know what you're not going to see things if you're just busy doing if you're just totally consumed by the cares of this life that's the that's that different type of soil that choke the word they, they, heard, they received the word, they heard it, but yet, they, yet because they were busy, because of the cares of this life, everything that was going on, those things choked the word, but in the good ground, they received it. And a lot of times we do that. We hear it, we do that. Then the, 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 what made it good ground that brought forth increase was they understood it. They understood it. Be still and know. Simplifying our life. Simplify means to reduce down to the essentials. Hallelujah. Go to Psalm 68 and I just keep this tugging in my heart. And and so maybe I'll get into some of those other things either. We'll see. Because you need to have a heart... One that receives means you welcome it and you hear it and you understand it. So for this morning, and what, I, what just shifting in my heart as I, as I woke up this morning, 
is hearing, receiving, and understanding the fact that God wants you to increase. Part of giving, getting a vision of something is knowing, knowing purpose, knowing the heart of the Father. See, a lot of times we, we, we hear that word increase, but then, then all of a sudden we limit ourselves because we look at our past, we look at our insecurities, we look at where we've made mistakes, and we look at all sorts of things, and then all of a sudden we discount ourselves and we limit ourselves from what God's desiring for our life. See, the prophetic words, 2020, God is opening a new door and he's bringing about, bringing about, he's bringing it about, he's bringing it about, he's bringing about, he, he's bringing about supernatural increase. See, what I hear in my heart is, is up to us to simplify our lives so he can bring to pass what the prophetic word is. What Brother Copeland has ministered is, is 2020 is a year of great change. It's a year of new vision and it's a year of manifested power. You see, if you have great change and you have new vision and you have manifested power, there's no doubt that you're going to see supernatural increase. Amen. And, and so when we talk about the prophetic word, his desire, God's desire is for you to increase. Psalm 68, let God arise, Hmm. let God arise. If you read it in this context, let, it means there's, there's a choice. Let God arise, let his enemies be scattered. Thank you, father. Let them also that hate him flee before him. As smoke is driven away, so drive them away. As wax melts before the fire, so let the wicked perish at the presence of God. One of the key things I've been dealing with this in the last several months and my time with you is the fact that, that what will cause us to increase is realizing that God is with us. Who are you with? Who are you with is going to determine increase in your life. Proverbs chapter 13, 20. If you walk with wise men, you'll be wise. Who are you with? Because God is the one that's going to bring supernatural increase. So who are you with? Who are you with is going to determine whether you're either increasing or whether you're decreasing. Who are you with? Who, who are you hanging out with? Who, who are you listening to? Who are you receiving from? Because your increase is going to be totally dependent on who you're connecting with. That's right. And here in this scripture, it says, let God arise. And see, it's amazing when God arises, it says the enemy scatters. Yes. See, if there's enemies that are hindering you from spiritual, supernatural increase, then it's time for you to let him arise. Because when he arises, the enemy scatters. There's some enemies, there's some things, there's maybe depression, oppression, sickness, disease, maybe, maybe things that have continued to happen in your life that are an enemy to your increase. So therefore, when God arises in your life, when God rises in your life, it will cause the enemy to scatter. I see when, when I woke up this morning, the Lord spoke this to me. Actually, this scripture came out in, in prayer in there last Sunday. 
And I couldn't get away from it. And I was like, should I, I, I almost changed the message last week, but the Lord kept ministering to me on this. Let me arise. And when you let me arise in your life, when I become the focal point, when I become the primary thing in your life, you're going to see your enemy scatter. See, you're, you're, God is not your enemy. My biggest enemy in my life for almost 47 years, my biggest obstacle has been me. <laughs> yeah, and there's the God of this world. See, sometimes we like, we like to blame everything on the devil. <laughs> the devil made me do it. <laughs> yeah, he is the God of this world and he goes about seeking whom he may devour. But God is not your enemy. God's desire for his creation ever since the beginning in the garden was for man to know increase. The very word he spoke to Adam and Eve was be fruitful and multiply. That's simple. (laughs) There was nothing about what he told man was, was now you're going to go through some ups and downs. You're going to go through some challenges you're going to know what it means to be this. And no, all those things came in when the, when the enemy came in. All those things. Poverty is not of God. Poverty, the word says, is a curse. See, it was who Adam, it was who Adam and Eve hung out with that determined either increase or decrease in their life. You see, 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 God was the main thing in their life up to a certain point. But when the enemy came in and they started hanging out with the enemy, they saw what decrease. See, see, they stopped allowing God to take his rightful place in their life. And when they allow, when they allow God to, when God no longer became in the rightful place, everything that God desired for them all of a sudden was lost. All because of who they were hanging out with. Let God arise. And when you allow him to rise and be the main thing in your life, you're going to see every enemy scatter. I don't want one enemy, any, anything the enemy has for me holding me back. If there's something about Justin that's hindering my increase, Lord, remove it from my life. If it's an attitude, if it's my mouth. If it's how I treat people, if it's an area in my life, I'm not surrendering, whatever it is, Lord, I want you to arise and I want every enemy to scatter because it said when he arises, verse two says, and smoke is driven away to drive them away as wax melts before the fire. So let, let the wicked, the enemy perish at the presence of God. He says, but let the righteous be glad. Let them rejoice before God. Yea, let them exceedingly rejoice. Sing unto God, sing praises to his name. Extol him that rideth upon the heavens by his name, Yah, and rejoice before him. And what is it? He's a father of the fatherless. A judge of the widows is God in his holy habitation. Verse six, God sets the solitary in families He brings out those which are bound with chains. Wow. Wow. 
So when you let God arise, what, what is, what does he do? He's a father to the fatherless. He's a judge to the widows. He puts the solitary in families and he brings out those that are bound with chains. When you let God arise, he, he brings freedom in areas where there was bondage. When you let God arise, when you let God take his place. Verse seven, oh God, when thou went forth before thy people, when you just march through the wilderness, it said what the earth shook. Hallelujah. The heavens also dropped at the presence of God. Even Sinai itself was moved at the presence of God. Wow. What can happen when you invite God's presence into your life? Thank you, Father. The earth shook, verse 8 again, the earth shook, the heavens also dropped at the presence of God. Even Sinai itself was moved at the presence of God, the God of Israel. Now verse 9, thou, O Lord, did send a plentiful rain, whereby thou did confirm thine inheritance when it was weary. The congregation had dwelt therein. Thou, O God, hast prepared of thy goodness for the poor. The Lord Gave the verse 10 again, thy congregation had dwelt therein. Thou, O God, hast prepared of thy goodness for the poor. So when God shows up, what is it? What does he tell him here? He says that God prepared of thy goodness for the poor. The goodness of God. You see, God was all about, hey, they, they weren't poor. They, they may be poor, but he was saying, as my presence is there, he said, my goodness, my goodness, I prepared my goodness for the poor. That means he wants to change the poor. He wants to change those that are lacking. He wants to change those that are without There's something that when you let God arise, he manifests his abundance. When you allow God to rise in your life, anywhere, any areas there's lack, all of a sudden, when he comes in, it eradicates lack and abundance comes in. I I need you to see that this morning because, because this is all about supernatural increase and you need to allow him to rise to the primary thing in your life. Thank you. Let's go to verse 18. It says, thou hast ascended on high. Thou hast let captivity captive. Thou hast received gifts for men. Yea, for the rebellious also that the Lord God might dwell. The Lord God might dwell among them. Who are you with? Who are you with? This is all that the Lord God might dwell among them. Then verse 19, blessed be the Lord who daily loads us with benefits. Even the God of our salvation. Blessed be the Lord God that daily loads us. Load, loads us. Vicky says daily. 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 He daily loads us with benefits. He daily, he daily, Rick, he daily loads me with benefits. He daily, he daily, he, but you know what this, this isn't just, but this just isn't, isn't to anyone. It's to that God might dwell among them. 
See, he, he daily loads those with benefits that are daily with him. Who are you with? Isaac prospered in a famine. Dr. Savelle communicated this to us. He, Isaac, Isaac <clears throat> prospered. He increased. He multiplied. It said the Philistines envied him. It said he received a hundredfold in that same year. But it wasn't just because he was sowing, because he was, but he understood that God was with him in that famine. God was with him in that famine. And he knew because God's with me, when I sow in this famine, I'm going to reap a hundredfold in my life. So Isaac understood the same principle that because God is with me, I'm going to increase. Because God is with me, I'm going to see abundance. Because God is with me, I'm not going to stay in the same place. Because God is with me, he's going to daily load me with benefits. He's daily going to load me with benefits. You see, it goes back to the the, the New Testament understanding. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things, 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 things, what shall be added to me. Hallelujah. So as I seek first him, he daily loads me with things. He daily loads me with things. Get an expectancy on the inside of you for, for increase. 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 Look to your neighbor and say increase. Look to your other side and say all around me. Hallelujah. See, but this all comes down to let God arise. Let God arise. And when he arises, let the enemy be scattered. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. He daily loads me with benefits. Hallelujah. But yet if our life is so busy and if he just becomes a secondary thing in our life and we just stay busy on our daily routine. That's why Dr. Savell is, it continues to communicate. And I love how he he's been ministering for 50 years but he still preaches the same message. Why? Because it works. He's seen it work in his life. And when he talks about taking that prophetic word and, and keep it in your eyes, keep it going in your ears because what it gets in your heart. And when it gets in your heart, you have understanding. And when you have understanding and what it brings forth, what 30, 60 and a hundred fold. Hallelujah. Thank you, father. The mysteries of the kingdom. Who are you with? Mm. Who are you with? Who are you with? Thank you, Father. <laughs> Thank you, Father. Who? They said I spelled that wrong. It's supposed to be who you're with. Who? Who you with? <laughs> Hallelujah. Who you're with? Who you're with has everything to do with how you increase this year. Yes. Hallelujah. That, that means that that means you, there's some there's some relationships you need to let go of. There's some pride that you need to let go of. See, thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Looking at my time. Um, You know, you're a product of who you hang out with. Eve, Adam and Eve were deceived because they were hanging out with the deceiver. He was hanging out with the deceiver. 
If you, if you see, he's, he is the father of lies. If you're hanging out with the father of lies, you're going to be a what? So you are, you are, and you will become who you hang out with. You see his, his whole mode of operation on why he was, the enemy was removed from heaven was because pride was found in him. He said, I will exalt myself. I will exalt myself above the most high. I, so if you hang out, if, if you hang out with him, then all your life is going to be coated with, with pride. And so if all you know in hanging out with the wrong people, wrong, hanging out with the, the, the enemy, then all you'll be is a liar, full of pride and deceived because you, who you hang out with. But when you hang out, when you hang out with a God of increase, when you hang out with, see, see, Jesus said this, he goes, the enemy has come to steal, kill and destroy. But Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and that you might have it in abundance. So if I'm hanging out with the enemy, then all I'm going to be acquainted with is stealing, killing and destroying. But when I hang out with him, I'll know abundant life, abundance, 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 abundance. Hallelujah. Increase. Become increase minded. Become increase minded. Hallelujah. Who are you with? We need to simplify our lives. I had to, I got to get, gotten to a place where, in, in trying to get to a greater place, where, where sometimes when you have certain things and you can be pressured, pressured to make decisions, pressured to make choices. You know, your children can make you feel pressured to make decisions. You know, is, is, if you have a business... People that you work for can make you pressured to make decisions. In ministry, you can be pressured to make decisions and pressured. And, and see, that's how the enemy operates. He wants to pressure you. But I, I'm like, Lord, get me to a place where I never make decisions because I'm pressured. See, that, the enemy, tem, you know what temptation is? Temptation is the pressure of the enemy For you to live different than you know to live. That's what temptation is. The enemy came to to Jesus in the wilderness. And what was he doing? He was trying to pressure him. To keep him from doing what he was called to do. What was the first temptation? It was, he goes, if you be the son of God. See, the enemy is always going to try to question who you're with. The enemy's always going to question your identity. The enemy's always going to try to question your revelation. He comes immediately to steal the word. So Jesus, he just heard after he was baptized, you know, uh, you, this is my beloved son in him. You know, I'm well pleased. He's my beloved son. But yet what did the enemy do? Immediately he went into the wilderness. And what was it? The first, if you be the son of God. And what was he doing? He's trying to pressure him. And he said, if, if you are, you turn these stones into bread. But what did, what did, what did Jesus, Jesus had to let God arise. He had to let God arise. And what, what did he say? Man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds from who? The mouth of God. 
You see, when you're pressure, see, when you're experiencing pressure and you're experiencing attacks of the enemy to give up, to throw in the towel. You know, here as a church, we're about making winners in life. And the enemy is always going to challenge you, question you, and to keep you back from God's intended purpose. And his purpose for your life is increase. And when you have the temptations to give up, the temptation to go back to what you came out of, to throw in the towel, in any capacity, you need to stand up and let God arise. And when I mean let God arise, let his word come out of your mouth. Let God arise. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. This is just hot off the press. Thank you, Jesus. I, I'm trying to take notes as I'm, as I'm talking right now. But, but the whole point is, is we have to let him arise. Because you're always going to be pressured to let go of the prophetic word. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 12. We've got time for two more scriptures. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Where do we go, Father? Verse 26. Remember in, in Psalm 68, he talked about when God's presence said the earth shook, the earth trembled. And it talked about how he prepared goodness for the poor. And it goes in and it talks about other things. And, and it says, he, those that dwell with him, it said he will daily load them with benefits. Now look at this in verse 6. It says, then at Mount Sinai, his voice shook the earth. But now he has given a promise. Yet once more I will shake and make tremble not only the earth, but also the heavens. Now this expression, I'm reading the Amplified. Now this expression, yet once more, indicates the final removal and transformation of all that can be shaken. Hallelujah. I believe Jesus is coming soon. And see, he says that, he goes, he said his voice shook the earth, but now this expression, yet once more, meaning, meaning as he shook the earth at that time, at yet once more, he's going to shake the earth again. Now this expression, yet once, yet once more, indicates the final removal and transformation of all that can be shaken. That is, of that which has been created. In order... That what cannot be shaken may remain and continue. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Now, if you think of it in this perspective, in Paul talking in 2 Corinthians 4, he said, the things that you see are temporary. But the things you don't see are eternal. Are you with me? So he says, in the last days, he yet will once more. Once more, shaken. The removal. So when he's shaking, what is it doing? It's removing and transforming all that can be shaken. So when I talk about who are you with, let God arise. That means that we're stepping into a season where God is shaking. I believe there's a shaking going on. 
I believe there is a spiritual shaking going on in the world today. And I believe we have a choice to make. You know, there's coming a time when he's going to separate the sheeps and the goats. There's a, there's, a, there's a dividing between some things. There is a separation between the wheat and the tares. There, there is a separation going on. He's talking about in these last days, there'll be shaken. And when things are shaken, it, he talks about how there's some natural things, things that are created. It says those things will be removed. But yet, there's some things that are going to remain. And I believe as the church, we need to come to a place and ask ourselves, who are we with? Because there's coming a time that when the the world is going to be looking to the church, the church is not man's idea. Church is God's idea. And Jesus is the head of it. I believe the church is the answer to everything that's going on in the world today. It doesn't matter what ministry gift or office you're talking about. They are all, all ministry gifts are never meant to build up one thing. They're always meant to build up the church. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, teachers for the perfecting of the saints to do the work of the ministry. So when we talk about this, so I believe we're in a season that the church is going to increase, increase. We're going to rise. We're going to rise. Isaiah 60, arise and shine for thy light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. It says, it says gross darkness, darkness, gross darkness upon the people. But it said the the glory shall rise upon you, the church. So I believe we're in this place and season of shaking the churches where the things that been created or man-made or, or religion, what man has tried to do, that, that, that those things are going to be shaken. And as they're shaken, they're going to be removed and it's going to cause the church to be transformed. Yeah. And everything that's supposed to remain will stay. Yes. Amen. That's my new visions. Great changes. Manifestations of power, supernatural increase, 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 increase. But if we want to see increase, we're going to have to allow his, we're going to have to get with him because it's only with him that we will see increase. Now this expression yet once more, the final removal and transformation of all that can be shaken, that of that which has been created that in, in order that what cannot be shaken may remain and continue. That means the only thing that remains is what's God. And you know what? That's where I'm in as a pastor, as a husband, as a father. Lord, remove everything of, uh, uh, that's, that's, that's man-made in me. Remove everything. Every thought, idea, perception, soapbox. The answer to our, to our world today is not getting in political arguments. Our, our issue is, is let the glory of God shine. Let the glory of God shine on the church. Thank you, Father. Then verse 28 says, let us therefore receiving a kingdom. What mysteries of the kingdom bring more abundance? Let us therefore receiving a kingdom that is firm and stable and cannot be shaken. You see, 
the principles that, that whether it's me, that's Dr. Savell talking about sowing seed, the law of seed time and harvest, seeking first the kingdom of God. And all these different things are mysteries of the kingdom that bring forth abundance. And it says here, he goes, let us therefore receiving a kingdom that is firm and stable and cannot be shaken. Offer to God, what do we do? We receive that kingdom that can't be shaken. And what do we do? We offer to God pleasing service. Not pleasing self, pleasing service, service, service. When we talk about pleasing service, that's letting him arise. Mm. Thank you, Father. Pleasing service and what? And acceptable worship. Not every worship is, not all worship is acceptable. Too often we worship worship. Well, I can't, I can only get in the presence of God in that song. I can only, it's only the old stuff. It's only the new stuff. It's only, no, it's gotta be God. Let us therefore receiving a kingdom that's firm and stable and cannot be shaken. Offer to God pleasing service, acceptable worship with modesty, modesty. That's a good word. Modesty and pious care, godly fear and awe. Let him arise. How does he rise? When we let him rise. In awe. Are you in awe of him? Awe. Wonder of him. Do you have to have the last word in your conversation with him or do you let him talk? Do you let him speak? Then it says, for what our God is a consuming fire. Our God, our God is a consuming fire. Meaning when, when I receive that kingdom that is stable and firm and I, I approach him in worship and modesty and awe, what he, he consumes the things that don't belong. He removes the things. Let God arise and let the enemy be scattered as as, as smoke is driven away and as whack melts, so does those things happen in the presence of God. Wow. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. In a couple of weeks, as we bring an offering, as we be, bring a seed, it's not paying God to do something for us in 2020 has nothing to do with it. It has to do with, with bringing something from your heart. It has to do with seeking the Lord. Lord, what can I do? I want to do, I want to, I want, I want to put myself in a position to trust you. I'm going to say something. I'm not saying this to puff ourselves up. But for the sake of something that has to do a number of years ago. And it was in October and Annette came home one day and I was just, I was on my knees and I was praying and getting ready for a Sunday service. And, and the Holy Spirit told me, he says, Justin, do you, do you want me to, do you want me to do something uncommon in your life? 
Say, you're sure I want you to do something uncommon. Now, as I say this, this is not something for you to do, okay? People have heard Dr. Savell, well, I, I went and quit my job and spent eight hours in the Word, you know, for, for 90 days and, and, and just did, it didn't work. And I'm just going to serve God that way. That's not, no, he still worked. He still, he did things at night. It, the thing was that he had spent no less than eight hours a day. And so people take, I'm just going to quit my job and I'm going to, I'm just going to get with God. No, he still had responsibility. He had to trust God in those things. So just because you hear a minister speak something doesn't mean that's for you. You know, I, I see people say, you know, well, you know, they heard, they hear Dr. Savell preach about having an airplane and all of a sudden they're confessing airplanes, but yet God hadn't called them to have an airplane. And all of a sudden you, you put yourself in a box that, that you're trying to do something on someone else's revelation. And so don't do what I'm about to say. This is between you and God. And it has to do with, and, and so Lord was like, do you want to see me do something uncommon in your life? I said, yeah, yes, Lord. He goes, I want you to take your salaries for the first month of January. And I want you to sow the, your entire salary. But I'm like, Lord, we got a, we got a, a son going to Australia to go to Hillsong College. We've got this to pay. We've got, we've got Christmas coming up, God. We've, we've got, you know, we have, we've got all this. And and he was like, and he was like, I know he goes, that's what I'm telling you now. He goes, he goes, you have two months to prepare two months to cut back two months to sacrifice some things, two months. And so, so Annette showed up and I was like, okay, I don't want to tell her because then if I tell her, I have to do it. If I just keep it between me and God, then I don't need to be obedient. <laughs> and so she, come, she came in, she had bags in her hand, and, and I was like, Lord, told, you need to sit down. The Lord told me to tell me. He told us, because I, like, I knew I had to tell it fast, because if I let any time go by, I would have just said, well, maybe that wasn't God, maybe that wasn't God, maybe that wasn't God. And, but it was something significant. And like it had nothing to do with us earning anything with God. It had to do with, I trust you, God. I trust you. God will never put you in a position for you to be, to be hurt. So tithing is not something God's trying to take from you. It's, it's just God wants you to be a conduit so he can flow through you. But at that moment, when the Lord told me that, it was, God... I trust in your kingdom. Your kingdom is stable. Your kingdom cannot be shaken. And Father, I thank you that we will see you, you supernaturally increase in our lives in that next year. Oh, wow. The testimonies that we've seen. So as Dr. Savell comes next week, the week after, I want you to, I want you to be, to have that, that Hebrews attitude of, I only want the things that are of you to remain in my life, Father. Yes. Kingdom that can't be shaken. So, Father. So we begin this year, I, I surrender everything to you, Father. 
for me, something about messages like this, just by the Holy Spirit, it's, it's not a message that you can just, you know, just kind of nudge the person on your right and say, that sure has to do with them. I'm sure, I sure hope my son's listened to, I heard, I sure hope that person's, that person on the other side of church listened to that. No, this, this is all of us because this is 2020. God is opening a new door and tell you when he comes in, it says, it says, and he comes in and he speaks, it says the earth trembled and the earth shook and the heavens trembled. So I'm telling you, when he comes in, <laughs> nothing stays the same. Yeah. So all of us, if we're honest, we'd say, Lord, I choose to let you arise. Just, just, just for a moment, because we're about out of time. Just start to worship for a moment. And just in your own heart. And on what you receive, because we all receive different things from the message when it's spoken. And what you receive today. Just out of your own heart, because it's real when it comes out of your mouth and it comes out of your heart. I'm not here to put words in your mouth this morning, but you know what it means. You know what godly fear is. You know what all being at all, all is. You know what it, it means to, to let him arise in your life. So just out of your own heart, allow him just out of your own heart. Give, give, give some worship to him for a moment. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Just just worship the Lord as Tessa plays. We let you arise in this place today, Father. We let you arise in this place today, Lord. Hallelujah. Worship Him. Hallelujah. Yield your heart over to Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Remove, let him, let him touch places in your heart that you've never let him touch before. Let him open your eyes to things you may have never seen before. Let him reveal himself to you in a special way today. Let him resurrect dead dreams. Let him resurrect dead purpose. Let him, let him resurrect some things in your heart today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Receive his open arms today. If you've been far from God, receive his open arms today. Run to him today. Run to him today. Let him fill you. Let him saturate you. Let him comfort your heart. Let him heal your broken heart. Oh, we thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.
Psalm 68, he said he sent a plentiful rain. He sent a plentiful rain. A plentiful rain. Zechariah prophesied, looking at our day and looking at the end of days of the church and said, ask for rain in time of the rain. Ask for the rain in the time of the rain. I believe this is time of the rain. There's some things shaken. We see it. We see it in the natural. We see it on the news. We see it in our communities. We see it. The people we work with, we see it all around us. That's why more than ever, let him arise. Let him arise. God is opening a new door and bringing about supernatural increase like never before. Uh, We don't have to know what he's bringing through the new door. We just have to know it's going to bring supernatural increase. Revelation, opportunities, wisdom. Wow. Do you receive this today? Well, give him a shout of praise. Amen. Thank you, Father, for the word. Thank you, Lord.